Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryder and Dan. Hello. This week, we are back, and we are back back with an epic tale for you. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, I had to do it. Yeah. Um, we are talking about brand new details released for Universal's Epic Universe, uh, which is going to be opening next year. And we're going to go through all the details, give you our opinions, and... Um, Go from there. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So it's been a, it's been a few weeks since we've we've uh, sat in the chair and recorded. Yes. Um, we've got busy lives now, you know. I know life, eh? Ugh. Life. But we're back, and what an episode to return to. Um, I so there's a video which was you know if you haven't, I'm sure most people have seen it, but there's a video that Universal released last week that I think had more passion in it than Josh Tomorrow's Little Toe. (laughs) Can't say I've seen his Little Toe, but yeah. But I just think that in that video, everyone who was speaking, you you had obviously the um, president of Universal, Mm -hmm. lots of creative speaking, there was so much passion in it, so much excitement. I think they they just cannot wait to unleash this onto the world. And I think, you know, in all fairness to Josh tomorrow, he has nothing to talk about. So, you know, why would he be excited? Yeah. You know, oh, we've got this land that's going to be Indiana Jones and then Canto, maybe. Um, it might it might come. It probably won't, but it might. Well, it, <laughs> it might open in 2030 if you're lucky. <laughs> Massively stripped back. Yeah, yeah. So, last week was the first time that that officially Universal have mentioned Epic Universe since revealing the logo. When did they reveal the logo? Like two years ago, three years ago. Okay, okay. Like a long time ago. And then they, they obviously, I mean, we kind of knew the lands anyway, due to like permits and, you know, there's lots of great people covering all of this anyway. Mm-hmm. Um but it's great to hear it from Universal themselves and to see how excited they are about each of the lands. And really, they've, they've only really revealed a bit of detail about each land other than uh, Celestial Park. So, which is yes. like kind of entrance, if you yeah, like. Yeah, they gave a little bit more information about that one, didn't they? Um, and we do know that more information on each land is coming in the, in the future because they've sent out these incredible, um, like structures like portals mm. to a few um let's let's go do quote unquote influencers in the Orlando area like vloggers basically and with it's got it's got the um the main kind of celestial like the entrance to the park is basically what it is and then it, it's got coins 
in each one and the Celestial Park is, came with it and they said as we get closer to launch we'll send you a new coin with information about each each land Oh, okay. it's really it's a really really cool figure like amazing Right. and if anyone from Universal Creative is listening to this I would like one please <laughs> I'm not I'm not even going to hide it it looks amazing like some of the best merch that I've seen a theme park send out to get people excited for something it's really cool so Yeah, I don't remember Disney doing things like that before. no but then Disney haven't opened a theme park in Orlando since 98 Yeah. I mean this is the first real theme park opening in the states for like 24 years I think the last one maybe being DCA Mm -hmm. uh okay okay I could be wrong on that though but it's mass like this is massive it's a big deal for the states For theme parks, at least. And, you know, there was a what seven-minute video last week and lots of information in it. And I genuinely think this is the most exciting I've been about theme park news since we started recording. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the biggest, the biggest thing to happen, isn't it? Since you know, so starting we've been recording, doing this essentially. for like seven, eight years. Yeah, um, and and I think it, it, I mean, it probably helps the the combination of, I say the com, I say the combination of IPs going into it. It's primarily Nintendo World, I imagine for you, um, but Um, is it's it? still a great selection of IPs that are going into this park, isn't it? So. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, I mean, we'll we'll talk through it all, but I think was what was really interesting in the video is that Universal have made it very clear they are going for Disney. Mm -hmm. They are they are bringing this hard against Disney's um, control of the Orlando area. And I say control because ever since they opened the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, they've been chipping away at Disney's market share every year. This, even in the language they were using in the video, is making it very clear that they're going for a lar
at least three pockets of land around the park, isn't there? Yeah. That can be expanded. You've got neck to the either either side of Super Nintendo World, that's two. Yeah. And then one near the Harry Potter section, which is quite yeah. a big section. I mean that that could be a land in itself very easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean so could the other two to be fair, because Dark Universe and Super Nintendo World are not that big. No, that's true. Um so uh, I mean what we did what we did get from this announcement is obviously we got confirmation, which we've we've known for a while, but it's good to get confirmation that COVID hasn't pushed pushed this back, that the, the theme park's opening in 2025, which is next mm-hmm. year, which is mad to say that yeah. we're getting this next year. Um and then the main thing we saw is information on Celestial Park, which is kind of the first world that guests are gonna experience when they enter the park. So what I thought was also interesting is this is the first theme park that Universal have made that follows like the spoke model that was kind of perfected by Disney. So you've got your kind of like yes. central hub and then you're off into your different lands. This is the first mm-hmm. time Universal's done it. And I think the way that they've done it is really cool. It, like where you step into a portal and you're transported to a different land or time or whatever. I yeah. think it's a really clever way of doing it. Yeah, I mean they've done that. Uh they I mean they did it with Diagon Alley, didn't they? Mm. Um to you know, to a degree. Um yeah. obviously uh Disney did it with Star Wars essentially, didn't they? They each of them had like this almost a doorway, a gateway sort of thing into the land. Yeah. Um which that does I think works quite well. Yeah, when you've and they've done it with Super Nintendo World in in Japan and Hollywood as well. Oh, of course, yes, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, it it does work really well. But I I really like the the idea of these like big structures that actually look like a, a portal with Epic Universe. Mm-hmm. I think it's really well done. Weirdly, reminds me of um, Mario sixty four, where you like jump through the paintings and you end up in a different level. I think I don't I don't know. Yeah, you know, I haven't played it. Which is unbelievable, but, but you know, fine. <laughs> but it, it reminds me of, of that kind of um structure. Right. The whole the whole sort of vibe that you get from the park is, is quite steampunky, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um kind of similar. They've, to, they've taken inspiration to from astrology, haven't they? With Celeste oh, Park. Oh, oh well that makes sense. Yeah. So I mean so obviously we've got um official kind of release from Universal, which I'll read bits and pieces of, and then we'll give our opinions on what we can see so far. I mean, but genuinely, obviously, we will critique things where they need to be critiqued. That's what we do on this podcast. We we never hold back. Um, but I, as I said earlier, I am genuinely more excited about this than I have been anything that Disney's put out in the last, certainly, eight years that I've been um, recording this show. It looks incredible. Well, I should say it looks epic. Yeah. And, you know, there's bits that I'm like on the surface. Uh, I'm like, uh, I'm not sure I really care about that. But, you know, not everything's for me. So, I mean, let's let's go through it and see what Universal said so far. And mm-hmm. um, I'll read bits of it word for word and we can kind of react to it. Um, so, in 2025, Universal Orlando Resort will unveil its next game changer for theme park entertainment with a debut of its most ambitious theme park yet, Universal Epic Universe. Epic Universe will present a level of theme park immersion and innovation that is unmatched, transporting guests to expand expansive worlds 
featuring more than 50 awe-inspiring attraction, entertainment, dining and shopping experience that come together to create an unforgettable adventure that is nothing short of epic. The addition of Universal's Orlando Force theme park will also transform the award-winning resort into a week-long vacation destination filled with the most compelling experiences imaginable. So even their press release is like, no, no, you'll want to come here for a week. They yeah. are they are going for it with this. And you know, we I said this and we said this on the show right from the start. If Universal can take even one day away from, and we're talking Europe really here, someone's two-week vacation. Disney lose millions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this um, is a two-day park. Straight up, you know, at least for the first few years, it's a two-day mm-hmm. park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because the quantity of rides, and that would be so heaving, wouldn't it? it would mm-hmm. be, you won't be able to do everything in one day, I wouldn't have thought. No. Uh, no way. Um, and then so they said, Today, Universal Orlando reveals more details about Celestial Park, the heart of Universal Epic Universe, and the first world guests will encounter at the new theme park. Um, so they go on to say, with acres of rolling gardens, chasing waterways and strolling pathways, Celestial Park puts the park back into back in theme park. As soon as guests enter the imaginative, imaginative world, they'll embark on a journey of discovery, thrills ex- and excitement as they wander through lush living gardens nestled along shimmering waters surrounded by stunning architect- architecture inspired by astronomical and mythological mythological elements. Here, guests can relax while taking in the sights and sounds around them, board a shooting comet for an exhilarating roller coaster adventure, dine on delectable cuisine, shop exclusive merchandise to commemorate their visit, and more. Plus, Celestial Park will be the gateway to explore the four additional worlds of Epic Universe, each bringing to life extraordinary adventures that go beyond guests' wildest imagination. Through a set of majestic portals that capture the imagination and creativity of each world, guests will embark on a transformative experience as they journey from Celestial Park to, and we'll go through the lands in a minute. Um, And should we talk through the things that they've announced for Celestial Park first, before we go into the lands? Uh, Yeah, don't mind. Don't mind how you want to do it. I don't know why my phone alarm's going off there, but... Oh, okay, I couldn't even hear it. (laughs) <laughs> so we'll start off with uh, Starfall Races, which is a dual launching racing coaster that sends guests rocketing through the skies aboard comets in a race to see who's the fastest of them all. Reaching speeds of up to 62 miles an hour and heights of up to 133 feet along 5,000 feet of track, Starfall Races will be Epic Universe's most thrilling coaster experience with unique manoeuvres such as the Celestial Spin, in which two coaster vehicles perform an inverted crisscross while speeding through the air creating an out-of-this-world adrenaline rush. I mean, that sounds incredible. It sounds like Dueling Dragons on acid. <laughs> yeah, because... So, sorry. When you look at the concept art, like the latest concept art release with all the named worlds and all that sort of stuff, obviously you can see the massive coaster on the right-hand side, can't yeah. you? Um, I don't know if the assumption was that that was going to be part of How to Train Your Dragon. I think it was originally, originally yeah. Yeah, um, and it is funny because even the How to Train Your Dragon signage it covers part of that roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. But it is obviously part of Celestial Park. Yeah, um, definitely. I, yeah, I, I think what's really interesting is mm. look at the concept art, the mm-hmm. original concept art, and look at what they're delivering. It's the same. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've got the original concept art. 
But that, that I found has been really interesting. Like their concept art, obviously they didn't show everything in that original concept art. Yeah. But it's it's you know close. Yeah. Unlike Disney, which is which tends to be a million miles away. Yeah. I mean, I guess to a degree, because it's like a bird's eye view high up thing. Yeah. You don't true. get you don't get like it minor detail like like some of the not to defend Disney, but some of their obviously some of their concept art, it's 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 obviously more of, of a specific ride. Yeah. So therefore it's smaller scale. It's it's nearer detail, which then means that there's it's more open to change, isn't it? But I know what you mean. Yeah, and I think what's um so what's really interesting, so Disney using Disney as an example, mm. look at Tiana's Bayou adventure, the concept art, and mm. the reality of what they're building. It's missing it's it's missing like the core element of that concept art, which was that massive tree. Unless they're going to be building that in the last in in the last month. I right. can't see it. Um like the whole concept art is completely different. Same with Slinky Dog Dash, if you remember that. They oh like yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was butchered, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, whereas this, you know, obviously we we yet to see it. And you're right, the concept art is was different. It does appear to be quite close. So Starfall Racers, I mean, that for me just sounds incredible and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm just really happy that this kind of theme park opens while i'm still young enough to be able to take those types of roller coasters <laughs> ryan you're like early 30s yeah i know but like <laughs> think about it a theme park hasn't opened in the states for like 25 years yeah you know another 20 oh, so like when the next one would be yeah yeah that you know that's quite scary that <laughs> What what are you what are you seeing as your as your cutoff age? We'll be like, welcome to episode nine thousand of the theme park creator podcast, <laughs> the world's longest running podcast about theme parks. <laughs> I don't know. The cutoff, I guess, is whenever I can't do it anymore. Yeah, like, whenever if I could do it in my eighties, I'm doing it. When Velocicoaster kills you, finally kills you. Yeah, that 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 that, <laughs> that corkscrew over the water. I just that's it. Yeah, Blackout, yeah, good. <laughs> that's your dignitas isn't it yeah going yeah. out in style yeah uh so yeah we've also got constellation carousel the grand centerpiece of celestial park here explorers of all ages will take a fantastical well aboard constellations that glide forwards backwards and even make 360 degree rotations through the milky way in a choreographed dance of music and starlight so i would assume that with that ride and I'm using my children as a gauge. Piper, who is three currently, will mm-hmm. be able to ride that. But Phoenix, who is eight months, will not because it sounds like it's a bit intense, but not intense enough to like ward off toddlers. I don't know. I guess it depends what the depends on the combination of ride vehicles that they have, isn't it? Given yeah. it's a carousel, they might have ones that you can sit in. In which case, yeah, you yeah. could probably hold a. Hold a toddler. Yeah, they did um, show a little video clip of it. They did, didn't they? It was part of the um, part of the seven minute video, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, it was CG, there, wasn't it? But it looked, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It looked pretty cool, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you say, it's kind of. I imagine it is. It is one that you know the whole family will be able to ride in some degree. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's because that's in the. I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. It's the big circular. Th- circular building that's like half on one of the lakes isn't it yeah um that bit which yeah is 
I guess it is basically dead center of the park, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I think so. I mean, what I what I will say is this puts Dreamers Point and the new area at Epcot, which mm. is, which which took four years, three years, yeah. maybe. It's an absolute shame, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, because it's a very similar sort of vibe that they're going for, it, isn't it? It's very similar, and and I know yeah. like Epcot's plan was never to put like rides and, and attractions, but in terms of the like the look and feel of a park and like relaxing, which is what Universal put in their press release, mm -hmm. it just blows out of the water, which is mad when Disney have had three years to build. You know, obviously a I've not park. been in it yet, mm -hmm. but it looks and the lights aren't working, things aren't work like. Mm, I just think they've got to up that game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Considering considering Universal haven't been building this park for very long, like it, no, like is it is it? Are they going to basically finish this in a roughly the same time it took Disney to make Tron? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, from, which, from it, a space is, going into the ground. Yeah, yeah, which is mad. Yeah, it's it's insane, absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, so already people are kicking off about this next one, which is Astronomica, an interact interactive wet play area that also doubles as a giant compass rose to the many wonders of Epic Universe, featuring crystal blue fountains that spring to life and dance around guests. So I saw a lot of people online, like the classic people that have lists of coasters they've been on, go, well, that's not an attraction. I, look, I can tell you for a fact that that will be where my kids spend a lot of their time. Yeah. Yeah, so tell them it's not an attraction. I mean, I would agree it's not much of an attraction. Mm. Like it's it, it's obviously it's a feature. It's a feature that obviously families and kids are going to love. Yeah, I, I I don't think I would call it an attraction, but I, I you know I would let them off considering the amount of stuff that Disney calls an attraction. Yeah, that I would not say is an attraction. Um, well, so... I saw someone taking a picture. Well, it was Tim Tracker. I don't know why I'm saying someone. Um, he was doing a video where he was taking a picture with with Walt Disney at Epcot, mm -hmm. and um, he was he was you know do some poses, and the um, the photo pass photographer said, "No, no, no, we've got pre we've got poses that we want you to do." Okay. So like he wasn't allowed to do what he wanted to do. Right, <laughs> that's a bit odd. And he's not the type of guy that would you know I don't know sit on his lap and like give him a cuddle or anything. It yeah. would have been all right. Um, but yeah, they seem to be very protective of a statue of someone that's been dead for like 60 years nearly. That's a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> you know, I get I get why you don't want people like pretending to pick his nose or whatever, but it's going to happen, let's be honest. Yeah. Do, do they have a photo pass person there all the time? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. So it's not like he's ever left unattended, essentially. No. But I, I know I see what people are saying, but I, you know, for me, and I saw you, you kind of caught a little video of this again. I know that, you know, am I taking the kids next year? Probably not. I'll probably be going either with you or by myself next year, to be totally honest. Right. But, you know, I can see this being a big deal for kids. Uh, uh, what, that, that particular attraction? Astronomical, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I try. I was trying to find a because they've released various uh, concept art pictures um, for closer up of the park. I'm trying to work out which one Astro Astronomica is. 
I don't think they have a they, there's a bit that has look, what looks like a it could be it um I'm trying to work out I'm trying to work out the concept art. it's very confusing it is it is um so what else we got we've got uh, an array of unique dining experiences ranging from full service restaurants to quick service locations that offer something for every palate, including Atlantic, a full service surf and turf restaurant set inside a Victorian aqu aquarium, complete with captivating views of Celestial Park. I mean, that sounds amazing. The concept art for that looks fantastic. It looks stunning, doesn't it? Absolutely oh, yeah, absolutely. Stunning. Yeah, yeah. It looks it's it looks like it's on multiple levels. It looks like you've got like three levels inside the restaurant. Um, and it's sort of on a lake surrounded by waterfalls. It's yeah, stunning. It looks stunning. Uh, and the Blue Dragon Pan Asian restaurant, where diners take a culinary journey across Asia as they enjoy authentic Chinese, Japanese, and Thai fare in this full service restaurant, uh, centered with neon dragons and eth ethyl lanterns. Additional must eat locations within Celestial Park include the Oak and Star Tavern, where guests can enjoy savory barbecue. Pizza Moon, which will serve up tasty menu featuring a variety of pizzas and more. I mean, already, one land, the food sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, the the real test will be the pizza place, right? Yeah, because Theme Park Pizza... Because <laughs> was that... Was that full service or was that quick service? Those were those. Were, so you've got the the Oak Star and Tavern and Pizza Moon, which I I, I think they've not said for sure, but it sounds quick service to me. Okay, because okay. you've got the two restaurants, um, Atlantic and the Blue Dragon Pan Asian. So I would assume that uh, Oak Star and Tavern and Pizza Moon are both quick service, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine them having too many. And a barbecue place as a, as a sit down is rare. I mean, Disney yeah. did with Toy Story. Um, I still think that place needs needs characters. I'm sorry, Disney, but it's mad. It is absolutely bananas that you've got a Toy Story buffet restaurant and you don't have the Toy Story characters coming around. I'm sorry. I yeah. don't care about the theming, but you're idiots. I I swear, I, they they just go too hard on their theming, don't they? They go too hard on the story. It's like Star Wars and Toy Story Land. They've shot themselves in the foot with yeah. both of them yeah. in terms of like the theming, where they've tried to set it on a specific story and a specific time frame, and it's just like it's not what people want. No, and people don't you've got to go care. On, you've got to go on what people want. Yeah, like people and, genuinely don't care that Star Wars is set in a in that particular land is set in Batu and and it's no, a, at a specific time in the in the um, timeline. It's like people want to see the characters that they like. They don't care that oh we can't show you that character because it's in a different yeah, time zone. I want to see Darth frame. Vader. I, I want to see Darth Vader. I want to see uh, Darth Maul. I want to see General Grievous. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the timeline i do not give a damn yeah yeah very should we be worried do... that you only want to meet the dark characters ryan yeah, should... i mean the light characters are just rubbish aren't they <laughs> especially in the original trilogy yeah they're just so they're just absolute wet wipes <laughs> at least in the in the sequel trilogy luke skywalker was like he was he was a bit more a badass uh yes in the last jedi yeah a little bit you know, well, he was still he was still a bit wimpy. Yeah, but he showed some serious power when he went up against Kylo Ren. He, um, he forced project, projecting himself. Yes, he, the universe. He, 
Yes, I was trying to think of I was trying to think of whether they actually fought, but yeah, it was just the it was just like yeah. the uh, hologram yeah. sort of thing. I mean, I mean that did kill him, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I mean it's just frustrating for me. Like someone has got at least one of my children that loves Toy Story, and I'm sure the other one will. Mm-hmm. Why is that restaurant not a character meet? It just doesn't make any sense. Mm. Like Woody, Buzz, Bo Peep, Jesse, they should be there meeting guests. Yeah, I mean they've got so many characters that they could fall back to, haven't they? It's just yeah. ridiculous. It's just mad, isn't it, that they haven't they haven't done that. Uh, I did see Han the Pig on Disney on Ice, and it was an absolute disaster. So please don't, don't bring <laughs> that to. That does seem like the least practical outfit to yeah, be on ice. Yeah, let's put that on ice as well. Yeah, it was a disaster. <laughs> the only thing I could think would be worse is if you had Slinky Doggy and one person at either end. Yeah, um, yeah, it's quite tough Toy Story for for people on ice, isn't it? You've got Bullseye, Slinky, Ham the Pig. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that that's that's stupid for not doing that. They'd get way more business in there, mm. and they'd be able to up the price. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure they would. Yeah. Um, so what else have we got? We've got incredibly detailed retail locations, including the Nintendo Superstar Store, where guests can shop an assortment of merchandise themes in Super Nintendo World. Moonship Chocolates and Celestial Sweets, where guests sorry, can... Sorry, is that is that Nintendo one? Is that, are they, is that still in Celestial Park? This, this is still Celestial Park, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you've got Moonship Chocolates and Celestial Sweets, where guests can satisfy their cravings with a unique selection of sweet treats and more. And plenty of exciting exciting entertainment, including various fountain shows throughout Celestial Park's seven acres of water, where a multitude of fountains sway, dance, and even reach heights of up to 135 feet in the air to music and interactive lighting from day to night. And located inside Epic Universe at the end of Celestial Park is Universal Helios Grand Hotel, designed to transport guests to a world where heavens and earth unite complete with 500 rooms, one-of-a-kind views, and its very own dedicated entrance into the theme park. Plus, now it's just about construction, so I won't read that. Um, I mean, that hotel, oh, oh, I'm excited. A, she going to be pricey. But if I'm, if I'm going out there next year without yeah. the kids and Donna, which is the plan, by the way, like, mm-hmm. I'm staying there. Yeah, I it, it I was going to say is it will be pricey because it will probably be like one of their deluxe hotels. Oh, I'm assuming the same, you know. Um, it's going to be like four hundred, five hundred dollars a night. Yeah, and it will be busy. Yeah, to begin with. Yeah, because um, like so many people want to stay there, so many people. Um, but at least it's a decent size. Yeah, yeah, de- and it looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, it. it Presumably, it opens right up. You, you presumably will just be able to walk straight from the hotel into the park and vice versa. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was trying to see: was there any concept? Was did they release any concept art specifically at the hotel? Don't think they did. I've got a piece in this press release. Okay, okay. Because I mean, you can see it. There's a there's a concept art picture of the main entrance of um, Epic Universe, which again looks like a, a similar portal between yeah. the lands, and then you can see Helios in the background. Um, yeah, so I... that, that portal mm. for the, the main entrance to the park is the one that they've sent out to people. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not sure where. I'm assuming that there's a ticket barrier before you get to that portal. 
Yeah, because it's quite. It looks quite condensed, doesn't it? It does. It looks quite open, and there doesn't look to be any any gates there. But yeah. there is another concept art picture somewhere. Which one is it? Of ah, here you go. Of the of like the main entrance structure. Oh yeah, and there's like a there's what looks like would be a typical ticket gate before you get to that main portal. Yeah, um, and it looks like they've got loads of. Um, various shops and buildings around the main entrance which makes sense oh yeah i mean they're gonna have they're gonna do that for sure yeah oh yeah that's that's this picture that you just sent me is the concept type picture that i was looking at and then there's the hotel ah nice yeah yeah that's i mean that looks stunning doesn't it it really does it really does compared to what Disney's doing with the expansion of the Polynesian at the minute, which looks like your bog standard hotel. Um, they really do look like they're, they're, they're going to be knocking it out of the park with this. I mean, imagine this kind of creativity, and we don't want to get too excited yet, but imagine this kind of creativity going into the UK project. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that, um, as we said a few weeks ago, that is a long way off, and there are a million and one, one hoops to universal to be able to jump through the uk's legal system and all sorts before that even gets a spade in the ground i still think the likelihood of a spade going in the ground is about five percent but you know that's just me yeah i mean all these sort of things they take they take depressingly years especially in the uk especially in the uk like anything like that just takes forever to get through all the paperwork and trying to um smooth over all the residents that are like oh but what about that shrew when well, there's still residents that are living in the land right oh, what in in the plot of land yeah oh okay i didn't think i think i think one or two recently have just renewed like mortgages and stuff so good right. luck getting them out <laughs> money ryan money well yeah someone, to be fair someone turned around and offered me a million pounds to move i'll take it but you know yeah some some people especially should we say the people that are reaching their twilight years can be quite stubborn. <laughs> uh, if they can just turn it into the story of up, it's fine. Yeah, they yeah. can't though. That's Disney. Ah, damn it. Uh, so we, so we, so that's kind of like, loads of detail on Celestial Park, and I think mm. it looks incredible from what we can see from the concept art. The attractions yeah. sound great. The food sounds amazing. Um, so we talk about the lands, which we've, we've, we've known about for a while, but they've given us a bit more detail on, on each of them. But, you know, as I said, we know in the coming months they're going to be revealing details on each of these lands anyway. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with, I think, the one that I'm probably the least excited with, but it is also the first on, on the list in the press release. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter Ministry of Magic, uh, okay. where guests will discover a different era of the Wizarding World in an all-new land that blends 1920s Wizarding Paris from Warner Brothers Pictures' Fantastic Beast films with the iconic British Ministry of Magic from the Harry Potter series. How they're going to do that, I don't know. But it screams of, we started by fan- Fantastic Beasts, the movies aren't making any money, we changed course midway through. <laughs> yes, it does, isn't it? Because I'm assuming that it'll be Paris on the outside. And maybe, maybe you... Um... Maybe the attraction is going to be kind of set between yeah, Paris Ministry and Ministry of Magic. I mean, you because... can get there easily through like flu powder or what you know, whatever. There's ways and means. To yeah, do it, sure. It just sounds odd when you read it out loud. 
it would be very strange if the land as a whole was you can literally walk between Paris and London. Like, I think you're. I think you're right. I think the the main attraction will be set in the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, I th- I assume because I, the only reason I say that is because I think we've seen aerial photos of building work that they're doing that looks like Paris. Yes, yeah, completely. So I think from the outside you'll be able to see Paris, but I think from the inside, it w- which would make sense because obviously Ministry of Magic is a building. Yes, and there's a big ass structure yeah. in the concept art. Um, I, so and I wonder. Whatever, I wonder hmm. if you'll walk in. And almost the first room is you doing something to take you to London. Yeah, could, it, it could easily be. It could be a pre-show. Yeah, um, it could be something like that, or it could actually be part of the actual ride vehicle, whatever it is. They didn't. They didn't give anything away, did they, about what the attraction was? No. Um, although the things that I've heard about this attraction, it's going to be something else. It's going to be incredible. Right. Okay. But like. What they're going to do, I've no idea, because, you know, I was saying this to Donald the other day, all the Harry Potter actors are now too old, or mm-hmm. dead, to be in it. You know, you've, um, unfortunately, you've got Michael Gambon um, that passed away last year. Yeah. Um, you, you have um, Robbie Coltrane that passed away. I was away trying to think of his a, name, yeah. A couple of years ago. Um, so Hagrid, Dumbledore, they're out, straight, mm-hmm. straight off the bat. You know, Ministry of Magic, if they're going the Harry Potter route, one of the biggest stories in the films take place in the Ministry of Magic where Dumbledore is present. Mm-hmm. But also, you can't bring back Daniel Radcliffe. He's he's too old to be playing a young Harry. Ralph Fiennes may come back as Voldemort, but why, if none of the other people are there? So I, I'm wondering if what they're going to be doing is setting the whole thing in 1920s, in the 1920s. And okay. maybe... They're bringing back some of the cast from the, the either they're bringing back some of the cast from Fantastic Beasts, or they're they're doing it in such a way where it doesn't matter because I don't know maybe the main characters are like goblins or trolls or just random wizards that that you encounter. But it would seem strange not to have anyone kind of leading it. Yeah, you know, like it, with with Hagrid's, you've got Hagrid and you've also got um, Mr. Weasley. Mm-hmm. They're both, you know, they're both the main characters of that. If they're sticking to the twenties, then they've they've got to have the Fantastic Beast cast. There's no, there's no way around that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because obviously they've set some of it based on Fantastic Beasts being Paris. So you kind of think, well, it would be a bit weird if the attraction was based on something completely different in a different timeline. Yeah. Um, it's also weird that they kind of they've called the land Ministry of Magic, but yeah, but it's but the whole exterior part, of Paris, yeah, it's all a little as you say. It's a it, it seems like it seems like it has gone through some changes based on obviously the popularity of the of the um, Fantastic Beast yeah. films. Um, which uh, is there any more of those to come out? Or are they all? Finished? I mean, there was meant to be five. I think they binned it off at three. Okay, okay. I, I was going to say, Rowling like, it's very much focused on the HBO series now. Right, okay. I was going to say, like, I hadn't heard anything about any more Fantastic Beast films for a while. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think just... the third one did very well. I've not seen the third one, actually. I've I've not seen the third one. I'm trying to think whether I've seen the second one. I think I have seen the second one, but only once. I enjoyed the second one, actually. A lot of people didn't, but I thought it was better than the first. Okay, okay. So I that's, yeah. I can't remember. 
so that one i think that mm. one just stands out to me and i'm sure universal will absolutely deliver on it like they, everything they've done yeah. so far has been incredible but it, on the surface it just sounds weird to to me yeah i i, I exactly what you say I, th- I think they'll deliver and i think it will look fantastic given the other two harry potter lands that they've got but that's kind of the my weird point is that you've already got two harry potter lands yeah I feel like given the volume of like IPs that you could fall back to, I feel like they should have done something different. Well, you say that, but like we we were watching a, a vlog in Universal the other day and they had all these characters out and Donna mm. and I are like, yeah, like they had like trolls out and, and like, I mean, yeah, Piper's never got into that. So that's fine. You know, whatever. I know lots of people do like the trolls movies. Um, you had like the Scooby Gang out, and it's just like you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously some of those are sort of older, aren't they? Yeah, Marilyn Monroe, like they were out. Um, Shrek, Shrek is kind of like on the way out. I mean, I know there's rumored to be another film on the way, so yeah. that might that might be in, you know, Minions. I'm like, we're not all done with like. There's so many of those. This Pickle Me Four comes out this year. I'm like, I'm sure it would be great. But there's there's an awful lot of minions. They seem to be relying on minions quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously one of those things, isn't it? That you, that you get a few popular films, and mm. then they kind of double down on it, don't they? And they're just like, oh, we're we'll, gonna you know, rinse these out for a while, and yeah. then the next thing will come along, and they'll rinse those out for a while, won't they? Yeah. Because um, it was like, you know, obviously they rinsed Shrek for quite a few films. Um, With another and, one, I think. Yeah, probably. I think I think yeah, it's rumored, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and obviously you've got the new Shrek bit coming to Universal Studios, haven't you? Yeah, so there's um, a DreamWorks land coming and uh, and I think what yeah. we can see there's going to be like Shrek's swamp and yeah. a, um a roller coaster themed I think to trolls. Which is oh, just, okay. a of, just a retheme of Woody's coaster. Right, right. So, you know, which would be great. It's great to have like a kid's land there mm-hmm. and it's great to have it themed to re- more recent properties because, you know, Piper doesn't really know trolls. She knows minions a bit, but that's probably through our fault more than anything else. I think a lot of kids do. So, you know, and she will watch, she has seen Strike before. So I think it'd be cool. And then, you know, we've obviously got the the um the land in Islands of Adventure that is closing. The the oh, what's it called? Lost Continent. Uh right, okay. Yes. Which they haven't announced what it's gonna be, but rumored to be Nintendo of some capacity. Um, so there's lots going on, but the moving on to, I think the lands that I am most excited about is Super Nintendo World, where guests will enter the iconic green pipe and discover a new way to play as they step into the worlds of beloved characters like Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, and Donkey Kong. And for me... I think the most I'm excited. The, mo- the thing I'm most excited about here is the Donkey Kong coaster, right? Yeah. So, so they showed, or well, they they actually haven't. I should say Universal haven't showed this, but I've seen the way that they have built this ride, because I don't know if you've played a Donkey Kong game before, but it's they're very famous for their mi- minecart levels. Okay. Okay. Uh, where I've... you're like bombing down a like like Indiana Jones Temple of Doom style minecart mm. with like jumps and all sorts. And they've built this ride in such a way where it feels and looks like you're jumping off the track. Mm, I saw a picture of that or a video yeah. or something of yeah. that. Yeah. 
And I was so excited for that. And actually yeah. really excited to, to go on that with my mum because my mum was the first person to get me into video games. And the first video game that I can remember playing is Donkey Kong Country 2 on the SNES. Oh, okay. okay. So like, I'm really excited to go on this. And like, my mum and I always used to play the minecart levels. And to be able to go on that ride with my mum, like, like I'm really looking forward to it. So I can't wait for Super Nintendo World. I mean, I think Mario Kart will be cool. I think the Yoshi ride will be, you know, great. And that looks like a mm-hmm. great family-friendly attraction, which is fantastic. I'm excited to meet Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach and, and Donkey Kong. And, you know, all I can see here is this is Universal extending Nintendo as, as Epic Universe grows. So, you know, Legend of Zelda... They've got options. They can go mm-hmm. into Lost Continent. It can go into Universal Studios. It can go wherever. Pokemon. Yeah. They're going to be opening. I think a Pokemon attraction is going in the in place of Spider Man in Japan. So okay, that's an option for them to bring over into Orlando as well. There is a lot of property in Nintendo for them to be able to eventually expand out. But I'm just excited because I you know I've not been to Hollywood yet. Um weirdly like i'll go from not going to any nintendo world to visiting two next year because i'm planning on visiting <laughs> california and going yeah, yeah. to to hollywood i'm not sure in, w- in which order i'll be visiting these parks but if this opens in the summer i'll probably be hit- heading here first so i was going to say like they haven't given they haven't given a time period within 2025 have no. they my um, my estimate would be june 25 okay I mean that would make it would make sense that they were aim, they're aiming for that, mm. um, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was like the latter part of twenty twenty five. Yeah, um, but obviously they're going to be aiming for summer because obviously that's the busy period. Yeah, I um, think I'll be. But in. then, although at the same time, at the same time, people won't necessarily be booking their trips for this if they don't know when. No, true, but I, you know, don't underestimate the power of the local visits. You know, you've got the whole of Florida yeah. will probably flock to this park as soon as it opens. True, very true. Obviously, there will be some. I mean, there will be some people booking trips Hello. in anticipation early for the. You know, if they're like, oh, you know, I'll book a trip in June, hoping that it's going to be open by then, sort of thing. I mean, as soon as I've got an opening date, I'm booking it. Yeah, and then that will happen for a lot of people. And I'll try and book. Um, and depending on the price, I'm going to try and get into the Helios Hotel as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, even if it's for one night, two nights, and I go and stay somewhere else for a couple more nights, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to try. But yeah, I cannot underestimate like how excited I am for Super Nintendo World. As a mm-hmm. as a lifelong Nintendo fan, a Mario fan, a Donkey Kong fan, I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait. I'm going to be buying all the merch. I'm going to be jumping up on the, um, the, the, the coins. I'm going to be doing everything everything i possibly can (laughs) and i really 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 can't wait this is the first land that's themed to video games i'm into Mm -hmm. that i get to experience in real life it's like i was so excited for harry potter and i remember queuing for um bidden journey for like three and a half hours and that being still one of the best experiences i've ever had in a theme park because we got to slowly walk through the like the, the, the the queue and see Hogwarts um, Castle on the inside. And it was amazing. And to be able to do something like that in something which I have even more of a connection with, you know, I've said before, I don't like JK Rowling. She's a horrible person. Fine. I can separate that. I still like Harry Potter and I'm, and I'm fine. And I can, and I can separate the two, but Nintendo like Mario, 
I'm so excited for. I I genuinely cannot wait. I can't wait to eat like a one up burger. Whatever, whatever they've got, throw it at me and I'll buy it. <laughs> There's going to be a picture somebody's going to post online of you with like a million shopping bags and they and they'll just be like, oh, these damn resellers. Yeah, but like, no, like, it's all me. for me. This is for me. <laughs> And if I'm saying screw Helios, the kids, it's all for me. If I'm staying at Helios, it'd be like, um, uh, just take it back to the hotel, please. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be getting on the plane just with with uh, an empty suitcase, one pair of shorts, and a t shirt, and I'd be like, that case is my Nintendo stuff. <laughs> you like, get pulled over by security. It's like, so why have you got an empty case? I have plans. I've got plans. plans. <laughs> so we need to talk to you. <laughs> um. That remind me, there's no Donkey Kong coaster open yet anywhere in the world, is there? Correct. But it's coming. They are to building Japan. one in Japan, though. I was going to say they are building yeah. it in Japan, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is the, is that where the concept art has come from? Where they show the? I like, I the... think so. Although I don't know which one's opening first. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether they want the Orlando one to open first or not. I, I I'm not mm. sure to be honest. I, I my assumption would be that. Japan was opening first, considering obviously it's just one attraction that they're building. You would think so. But I don't know. Obviously, it depends when they start building it and all that sort of stuff. I don't know if they've started building it yet. Uh, 20, spring 24, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, wow. So it's um, imminent. Spring 24, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So we should have a very good idea of what mm. that's going to be like. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's frustrating because we were planning on going to Japan um before, yeah. before covid hit and then obviously like things happened i've got two kids now and it's it's a lot harder to plan a trip like that um but you know over in florida which we know easy to get to easy to get around like mm -hmm. i'm more than and i've said to donna and she and she said to me like i don't want to go i don't want to go when when it's just opened i'll, right. I'll happily wait it's for another year so busy yeah whereas me i'm like i'm going i am going there you know maybe not day one Mm -hmm. And if Universal want to invite us, if they do, we're there and we'll be podcasting. Yeah. Um, but I'll get as close as I possibly can, and I will be there, and I'll be doing all of this because I, I genuinely, and I'll be, I'll be taking a beeline straight to Super Nintendo World. I know everyone's excited about Harry Potter and the other two areas that we'd be talking about, but I will be, and and to be to be fair, a lot of people there on day one would have done Nintendo before over in Hollywood. Yeah, I was I was going to say it would be interesting to see what land is the becomes the busiest like what what people make a beeline for i i i i think it's the last one in my list which we'll come on to but let, let's move on to the third land which is how to train your dragon isle of burke i mean if you're in the uk that's the worst possible name for a land ever yeah yeah you absolute it's, burke <laughs> is is burke a character in no burke's the, the isle yeah, I just wonder whether it was named after a character. But... I don't. I don't think I've only. Okay. I've only seen like one or two of the films. Yeah, me too. And I, and it's a long time ago. Yeah, I think for me this is the strangest choice of everything because I'm not what? sure how the... well people are still. And they, I know that films mm. made a lot of money. Like, don't get mm. me wrong; it's a successful franchise. But how well is it going to connect to families? What I yeah. will say, though, is I think the reason they've chosen it is two reasons. One, they're making a live action. Oh, well, oh, okay, okay. Two, it's a really cool setting. Yes. It's a really cool setting. You know, like Vikings are really cool. There's not really any theme park that does Viking stuff that well. 
Um, and it gives you some options with with rides as well. There is an indoor How to Drain Your Dragon show. I think it's in Universal Japan. I could be wrong. It's it's at a Universal Park somewhere. Okay. Looked really cool. Is rumored to be in this land. They'll obviously have another have a ride. Um, and I think some of the stuff that's going in here looks really cool. So I can I get why they're doing it. But I think the connection to families is probably or connection to guests, I should say, is probably the weakest of the lot. Yes, I think so. Um, it's not to say it's 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 not weak, but as you say, it's the weaker of the of the yeah, few. I think no, exactly. It's not te- it's not a terrible choice by any means. And I, no. I, I think probably the land will be amongst the best looking because it's a really cool setting that people haven't seen before. Yes, yeah. I mean, to a degree, it feels very lost continenty. Yeah, it feels like it could easily drop into there. To be honest, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah um but yeah because it's one of these weird things isn't it it's like well it's it's a franchise that again it feels like it's on the back end of its lifespan yeah um but at the same time i can understand it's like you can't you can't build an entire land based on a brand new ip that you that's not tested no no no, you're absolutely right it is a difficult balance um, but and I, I completely understand what you're saying. It, it will look stunning this land. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't. know. It looks like there's some sort of track-based coaster going in there. Yeah, I think so. And then there's also like a a cool like um, smaller ride that looks pretty awesome. Okay, yeah, because um, it looks like there's you can there's a coaster and then there's like two big buildings. One is obviously a ride building. In yeah. the kind of bottom left corner of the of the land, um, and then it's unclear as to the other building whether that's shop, restaurant, or it's part of the track coaster, or it could be the show, or it, yeah, yeah. But then so could the other one. Yeah, equally. I think the so show will be there. I'd be surprised because it's, it's a copy and paste job. So why not do it? Yeah, and I think I think they've done well. I mean, obviously, Super Nintendo World is a copy and paste job, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, which I mean. Obviously, it is, it is going to happen with Super Nintendo World, but it would ma- it makes sense where they can do a bit of copy and pasting because obviously yeah, it's, take, it, it take has a hugely popular park. show that no American, yeah. well, very few Americans would have seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Absolutely. it makes complete sense. And then, so la- the last land is, and that's all we know at the minute. Obviously, we've got aerial photos and things that we've seen, but you know, we're just talking official things at the minute. Um, the last land is Dark Universe where guests encounter everything from the experiments of Dr. Victoria Frankenstein to the shadowy landscape where monsters roam in a world of myth and mystery. This is basically Halloween Horror Nights all year round. And Mm -hmm. from what I've heard, the dark ride... So I think there's two rides that I know of that are going to be in here. One is the Curse of the Werewolf coaster. Okay. And the other is a Universal Monsters dark ride. And... From what I hear, again, that's going to be something incredibly special. Yeah, I I can imagine them being very good. Um, I can imagine them putting a lot into these attractions. Yeah, these ones. yeah. Um, it, it's it's difficult to tell from the concept art. It looks like a really small land, but it is the most furthest away. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if the if the scale is just off and it's difficult to tell, but it looks really small. But obviously, you've got you've got several structures there and if you've got two rides yeah you know it's it's going to be it must be sizable to a degree yeah i'm i'm pretty sure i haven't just made up that um wolf attraction 
trying to see where the I did see a picture of the gates for the various yeah. lands and the the one for yes it was testing the other day sorry what was the uh, curse of the werewolf spinning coaster oh okay yeah I did, did just um looking at the concept art for the gates um obviously the the one for dark universe looks very impressive it um, does isn't it it looks yeah, it's spooky as hell doesn't it I did think the one for how to train your dragon reminded me an awful lot of the par of the um castle in Disneyland Paris yeah it does where, yeah where you've got like the trees and you've got this sort of like um rock work almost sort of building up and then you and then aspire it, it did make me think of Disneyland Paris yeah yeah it does you're right yeah so to the um it's not been officially confirmed but the curse of the werewolf there's some kind of poster going in a hundred percent. Like I'm okay. looking at the video of it now running. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's they're, they're testing it already. It's already running. Right. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, they've, they've really, they've really doubled down on this park. haven't they? like in terms of how quickly they're building it. Yeah. And in the video of the coaster running, mm -hmm. there are at least 30 people that I can see working around it. Right. Like there are there are, this this entire operation is massive. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it must be costing them a fortune. Yeah. To put this, to put this together. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like just at the speed at which they're doing it, it's impressive, um, and it really does put Disney to shame, doesn't it? Like the speed yeah. that they can do this by comparison to anything that Disney are doing. Yeah, it puts, um, them to, it puts them to absolute shame. Yeah, yeah. it really does. So uh, you know, I think maybe next time we'll talk about how Disney can possibly counter this but for me there's nothing they can do in the short term i think the only thing that they will do next year is bring back free dining and we'll see that we'll see that announced probably in the next two months if that's mm -hmm. you know if they don't do that i don't know I, I think they're in trouble next year maybe not next year maybe the year after but um certainly you know they're still going to make money you know i was, I was going to say they're not they going were... to they're not going to die out no, when you say they'll be in trouble, it's not a case of they're going to suddenly... The they'll be making be less empty. profit. Yes, they will see a dent in their bottom line, won't they? Yeah, they'll still um, be making a profit, without a doubt, because mm -hmm. Disney will still be where families go to. They've got the, they've got the, the, they've still got the better IP. Yeah, for families, yeah. For families, easy. Yeah. Not even, no, no shadow of a doubt. But as we've said right from the start, if, and it happened to happen to us, Usually over trip, we go to Universal two days. Mm -hmm. Next time, when we go as a family, which probably won't be next year, probably be the year after, we'll be going to Universal for four days. Yeah. Because I want two days in Epic Universe. I know the kids are going to like Nintendo. Mm -hmm. I know the kids are going to like House of Training Dragon. They're probably going to like um, the Celestial, whatever it's called. Park. Celestial Park as well. I want, I want to do Dark Universe. They might, you know, Piper may even be tall enough by that point, she probably will, to do the Harry Potter attractions. So already that's that's a two-day brand-new theme park as big as Epic Universe. Mm -hmm. That's two days. So instead of my... I've doubled my time in Universal. Yeah. And where's that coming out of? That's coming out of Disney. Yeah. There's, so, there's nowhere, else, to, there's nowhere yeah. else for it to come from, is there? There's nowhere else for it so to come like, from. So, you know. you know, every family does that. And, yeah, yeah you're, you're absolutely right. They're not going to, They're not going to suddenly be in the red mm -hmm. but those those ambitious year-on-year -year profits are going to be 
massively reduced. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, so it's, they won't lose money. Well, for us international guests who buy a two-week ticket, they won't lose money on the ticket sales. It's the merch and the food. It's it's the merch and the food that they'll, yeah. that, yeah. that will dent them. And potentially uh, the hotel stay. Uh, yes. Yeah, because so, some, pe some people will stay, they'll, well, they'll will. switch hotels. I probably will. So for, for two days, because I usually go like, and it's only two days because recently, like, we've had the kids and everything. Mm -hmm. For two days, we'll do maybe one in the first week, one in the second week. Yeah. If it's four days, I'd probably we'll group do it, that up. Group that up and stay on property. And I suspect mm -hmm. a lot of other people will do the same. And that four days is probably only because I've done the other two parks so many times. I don't need necessarily to spend, you know, a day and a half in each or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not that interested in Volcano Bay. If you are interested in Volcano Bay, that's five days instead. Yeah. Maybe yeah. six if you've never done Universal or Ryan's Adventure before. Maybe you're even creeping into seven as Universal want, want you to be. Mm -hmm. That's where it gets dangerous for Disney because if you're staying a week on property at Universal instead of your two weeks at Disney, they're, you know, again, as we said, they're not going into the red, but they're certainly not going to be happy. Yeah. And, you know, Donna was even saying to me earlier in the week, she was like, well, maybe our trip to, Dis our trip to Orlando goes from two to three weeks and we go every couple of years instead. Right. I still appreciate he's very fortunate and <laughs> but to be able to get everything done because the kids obviously absolutely love Disney and it still feels like in two weeks you never get everything done in Disney. So, you know, it's gonna be interesting. I'm really excited. I mean, mm. I don't want to take away the, the the episode here that this is all focused on Epic Universe. And genuinely I am counting down the days where I can walk through my first portal and just enjoy a brand new theme park, which I have not been able to do in my adult life. Which is insane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think, because, yeah, even in, like, 1998, when um, Animal opened. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. seven. Yeah. I would have been six. And we did go in 98. I think we went but, the year it opened as well. But I don't know if, I don't know if it was open when we went. I think it opened on, on the 21st or 22nd of April. It was Earth Day, 98. Okay. It may have been open then. I can't imagine we would have gone earlier than April. Earth Day is April 22nd. Yeah, so that's when it would okay. have opened. So it probably, was, it probably would have been opened. Yeah. Open yeah. Then. But obviously, yeah, six and seven accordingly. So, yeah. So yeah, there you have it. There is our proper official introduction to Epic Universe and Celestial Park. You know, where we get the details pretty much as soon as Universal release them out into the wild. So as soon as we get them, we'll obviously share them on here and give you our opinions. Um, but let us know. Just you know, let us know on on Twitter or X if you um want to call no, it that. No, I, I, I suggest no. that you don't, but you know. <laughs> just just follow us at theme park trader and let us know your opinions you know do you think this is going to be as mind-blowing as as we're good as we're putting it out to be do you think disney are should be releasing something to counter this or do you think that they, they're happy to just to sit back and actually this delivers what they want which is less guests paying more i, mean, I suppose there is that argument isn't there that's what they've been trying to do for a few years and it hasn't yeah. worked 
I, I think to a degree they're also sitting back because they were concerned in the same situation when Islands Adventure Islands of Adventure opened, weren't they? Yeah. And it, that it fell on its ass. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't really deliver as as what you I don't were think hoping. this is going to fall on its ass, if I'm being totally honest. No, I would say it's it, I would assume it will have a different impact. Yeah, I think so. I think the properties is the IPs are much stronger straight out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But we've been wrong before. Yeah. But everything at the moment is pointing to it going to be a good park. Yeah, exactly. One might even say it's going to be an epic park. I don't know who would say that, Ryan. Probably Universal Creatives. That's all they want (laughs) you to say. The only thing I find weird is that they're calling it Universal Epic Universe. Not not Universals. Yeah, that is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. I just thought that... Because I don't know. I don't know. Is it... Is it Universal's Islands Islands of Adventure? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it just struck me as weird. It's also weird how it's Universal Epic Universe, and then inside is Dark Universe. Yeah, uni- there's, so I'm there's going too to many universes. I'm going to Universal Epic Universe Dark Universe today. Yeah, like every other word is universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit much. Yeah, it is a bit much. Um, but thank you very much for listening. Uh, please do leave us a review if you have the time. It's very quick to do. And uh, we will see you again next week.